What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is Hello the and Uncomfortable to Truth. Truth. We're glad to have you this morning. We're excited to be here. Sean's excited to be here. Sean, are you excited to be Fired here? Fired up, baby. Fired up. I've got something uncomfortable. My wife and I recently have been sitting on our patio um, just in the evening, cranking the fire up. It's been, weather's been nice in the you know 50s to 70s, perfect for just sitting out, hanging out. That's what we built it for. We don't use it as much as we should. <laughs> Or as we would like to, but recently it's wind down in the evening, sit on the patio. We have chickens a lot, a lot of them, and chicken coops. We have technically, technically, we have one, two, three chicken coops. Lots of chickens, lots of feed brings lots of other animals. Rodents. Yep. Yep. Snakes. Uh, haven't seen many of those yet because of the temperature. Fox. Keep going. It's the little ones that run real rats. fast. Yes. Rats. Mouse, mice, and rats. Okay. Sitting on the patio last night, and I mean, about every five minutes, you'd hear one right behind your head. <laughs> yeah, they're coming up to the patio. They're finding our food sources, so they get in the chicken coop, and they eat their mm. food, and then they branch out, and so their food that was left on our grill. I opened the top of the grill and there's a little mouse sitting there on the grill. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They were at dude. And then I started looking around in the coops. I, I probably saw 25 different rats and mice last uh-huh. night. So we got to go on you a gotta, killing spree. You got to have a, like there's got to be some type of game plan. Yeah. Gonna, All you got to do is go buy, go to like Ace Hardware. Yeah. And buy a bunch of those little cubes. The chick, but the chickens, you got to, Oh, yeah. Can't let the chickens out, so we have to keep the chickens in. What if you keep them up high? Like if you put them like, we'll put them uh, like under the, coops that have wire around them. Yeah, that, that's where the that's where the little baby. And some of these rats are massive field man. rats. Man. Yeah, field rats and some are mice. Up at Antler Works, um, there's some rats, and we had to put out a bunch of those cubes and stuff. And um, I was in there working one. Um, I guess it was on a Saturday morning. And I saw a whole family of rats, and the daddy was mad. Looked like a, boy. It looked like a dog. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy smoke. World. Like an armadillo without a shell. Oh, dude, I freaked out. <laughs> yeah, I almost ran big, out of there. But they're they're harmless. Yeah. I, mean, I went and got my just, gun. Okay. Well, I had to, me and the boys have been going out at night with the BB guns, but you need to get a 22 with yeah. rat shot. I went yeah. and got a 9 millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to blow up everything. <laughs> okay, I hadn't hit one yet with Welcome a BB. East Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's B- a good idea, the 22 with a rat shot. Yep. That's what you need. You got we got to be real careful with the chickens though. Yeah. You can get I got I got a little um I don't know it's a it's a little Smith and Wesson 22 that's got a little burst uh, mm-hmm. short-sided scope on it. Yeah. We can pop them all day Heck long. Yeah. The last yeah. time we went on rat killing mission, which is probably about two years ago, we put out the, the whatever cubes you call it, cubes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and one of them ate that and then crawled up in my shop mm-hmm. wall and died. Uh, yeah, and I smelt it for like six months. Yep. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's the downside of that. Yeah, let's. They die everywhere. I've got. I've got. I've got the formula. All right, let's do it. Ha- I got the I got the shells. We too. needed. All right, let's let's get after yeah. it. Let's now uh, you know officially we are East Texans. <laughs> hey, <laughs> enough with the rat killing. Let's move on to the show. Yeah. <laughs> 
pun intended. I hope we open this up in prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for bringing us here safely. We thank you for our families and our health. Um, Lord, we thank you for this platform to get an opportunity to uh, plant a seed, uh, just to plant a seed in someone's life through you, Lord, um, that hopefully someone would come to know you because uh, of us possibly just pointing them in the right direction. And, Lord, we thank you for loving us. Um, we thank you for the uh, just the opportunity that you give us every day to get up, uh, to get up and to breathe and, and to uh, provide for our families and to get to do some really fun stuff too. And, Lord, I thank you for these men. I thank you for what they mean to me. I thank you that they sharpen me on a daily basis. I pray that um, you would just continue to watch over and protect us. And we thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 This past Sunday, I'm sitting in Sunday school and... We're getting ready for class, and our pastor comes by, and he hops in. And so, typically on Sundays, he's, you know, dressed in khakis or a suit or you know whatever, and he's got blue jeans on and a t-shirt. And I have come to realize we're we've only been to church a couple of years, that that means we're baptizing that day, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. And over the past since January, in our little church, okay, two three hundred people at most per Sunday, we've baptized. 12 people since January. Okay. Awesome. And so we're chatting and I said, Hey, you know, who are you baptizing today? And kind of all the class was kind of engaged and on the edge of your seat to hear about it. And he said, well, we're baptizing, uh, a young son of one of our mothers in the church. Okay. Seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, uh, somewhere in there. He said, and we're also baptizing a 54 year old man. I think he's 54. I said, Oh really? He goes, yeah. He said, last Sunday, the Sunday before this Sunday, he shows up at our church, and he hears the Lord's message, and he finds our pastor after church, and he says, I don't want to live the life I've been living. I'm paraphrasing here. Okay, I wasn't there. Uh, I want Jesus. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. And he goes through, and Brother Derek, our pastor, meets with him. He says, no doubt this man has completely recognized his need, his unsatiable need for Jesus. He said, didn't grow up in church, never had been in our church. I don't know if he'd ever been in any church. First time to attend. And that day he said, I need Jesus, and I want to be baptized next week. That's, After they visited. That's pretty and pretty incredible. Brother Derek took him through the, you know, the Roman road and, you know, basically the things that uh, – that he'll do a lot of times to be sure that they know that they are asking to have a relationship with the Lord and Savior of their life. So then he gets baptized. Now he said, now here's the crazy thing. He says he doesn't know anything about church. He didn't know anything about how we don't use certain types of language. He said he's rough. And he said, but he knows he knows Jesus. And he knows he has a relationship with Jesus now. And he professes that in front of hundreds of people he doesn't know the next week with baptism because that matters more than any opinion the world has of him that he had developed since then, before then. So it got me to thinking about this verse, which has been in a study that we've been doing in, in Sunday school. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John fourteen 6. I've read, I've listened to, I've heard that verse my entire life growing up in a Baptist church. We all have. 
here's where it's become very clear to me I was not paying attention. It doesn't say, and we're going to focus on truth, it doesn't say I am some version of the truth. I'm a piece of the truth. I'm partial truth. It said, this is Jesus talking to the disciples. He says, I am the truth. There's no other truth other than the truth. That's right. So what I think about in that story and that is that this man in 54 years of life recognizes the truth. And instantaneously, there's a change. Now, who knows his story? Maybe the truth had been apparent to him for a while and he had been running from it. And that's what brought him to church. Okay? But I want to talk about two things very quickly. We speak a lot on here about our walk as believers. But this is really more focused on anyone listening who does not have a personal relationship with Jesus. It is very clear in the Bible, whether you've read any of it or not, that you're going to have an opportunity to know the truth as a non-believer. The real question is, is will you run from it or will you run to it? And this 54-year-old man may tell you, if I ever get to hear his testimony, and I hope I do, that he ran from it for years. Maybe it goes back to 25 when he had a life-altering moment and he just associated it with worldly karma, you know, or divine intervention from something. And now he recognizes the truth. So for anyone listening that has never fully recognized that thing, they can't put words to it, but it's something that has made them want to change or drawn them to something they can't put words to that makes them want to be a person that is different, cleansed. That is the truth. And the truth will make you do things that the world says is not normal. Yeah, there's so there's so many people that think the truth is something that they just can't wrap their mind around. You know, they they think that it's a it's the universe, uh-huh. you know, yeah. it, it's the universe pulling everything together or because that's what their desire was. Or, I mean, they, 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 they related to anything, like you said, karma, you know, being a good person and, and strictly because they've been a good person, maybe they've had some fortunate things happen to them. They, they never relate it back to the fact that someone designed it that way 100 percent um you know and, and so it's it, like you said there it's not partial truth it's not a little bit of the truth <laughs> there's no other truth it is the only truth you know if you think about it jesus was walking this earth he is only doing what his father has planned right Mm-hmm. I mean, he even says that to the disciples. He goes, nothing that I do is because of me. I'm looking to see where the Father's working, and I'm, I'm acting. Okay? That's, that's the Son. Okay? But he is saying the Father is the truth, the creator of this universe. And if you really keep it that simple, it's kind of just amazing. The truth. We know all these other things that we would say are a true thing but they are not the truest thing. I think if we're being completely honest, I think in this day and age is harder than ever 
to find what is the truth, you know, mm-hmm. because of the just the informational highways that we have in our the palm of our hand. That's a you, good point. And you can uh, there's this thing called confirmational bias. Is like if you search something, you're gonna find something that agrees with what you're looking for. Hey, Google, <clears throat> is the sky pink? Bop, 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 bop. Yes, the sky is pink because so, because yeah, or mm-hmm. you know, there there anything that you search, you can find something that confirms mm-hmm. what you're searching for. You know, the biggest podcaster in the world, I'm pretty sure, is Joe Rogan. Probably, and uh, he's a big he's a big truth seeker. Mm-hmm. He wants to know the truth, right? You know, and and he'll have people on there that uh, want to debunk the Bible and Jesus, and then he'll have people on there that are like, "Hey, th- this happened," you know, and Jesus is real, and it's it's interesting to see it's, his wheels turning. I was about to say that same thing. Yeah, whenever whenever someone is on there that is speaking the truth. The only truth. Yeah. The only truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. The it's interesting to see his mind turning. I think it was uh, Chris Pratt. I think he went and hung out or went hunting with him or something, and uh, and he was talking about how how devout of a Christian he was, and he was like, "Man, he was just the coolest guy that maybe I ever met," mm-hmm. and he was just going on and on and on about Chris Pratt. And and who's his a, who's a believer and yeah you know. and in his in his uh, belief in Jesus Christ and uh, you know and his uh, professing you know Christianity is the the way and the truth and anyway and uh, any and then he had Jordan Peterson on, on there um, not that long ago Jordan Peterson has kind of come around to uh, believing that Jesus Christ is the way you know mm-hmm. and um, anyway it's um, it's just interesting. I love what you said, come around to. Here's the thing. The truth doesn't ever move. Mm -hmm. And everybody does this. Yeah, they they work their way to it. Maybe. Maybe, Hopefully. Hopefully. Or they do this, or they go around. Mm -hmm. And so when we as believers do our absolute best to stay in where his truth is, the only truth, we also then increase the chances of other people being drawn to the truth mm-hmm. like Chris Pratt <coughs> and Joe Rogan for example influencers They're 100% they he, what what Joe Rogan is probably saying is I can't put into words what I think is different but it is different have y'all seen that video of that guy in the 70s or 80s I saw it recently where he basically says I went out on a search to find out who the real God was Muslim, Jewish, Buddha, blah, 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 blah. And he said all of their religions refer to something that is the truth. Right. He said, but there's only one who calls himself the truth. Mm -hmm. So he said it just became very clear to me that they named it other things, but it's God. Right. That's it. Right. Which means that. He said, I chose to follow Jesus because I recognized that he was the truth through the Father. That's interesting. That was pretty powerful. Yeah, for sure. It's great great stuff. Good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here. If you are gaining value from this content, um, 
and you think other people need to hear it. What I, what YouTube does is they put you in an algorithm and they put like-minded people with you. So when you like and subscribe to something, if you think that other people are out there that need to hear this kind of stuff, uh, when you subscribe, it says, hey, let me recommend this to other people as well that are like you. So we'd appreciate y'all doing that. But um, more than that, it's not about us. Uh, we just want to reach some people for Jesus and that helps uh, that cause. Go kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.